0: Listen to the Vibes. Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Listen to the Vibes. I'm very happy to welcome John Lawyer here. He is an ex-soldier, and he is a spiritual leader now, so we're going to get to know him, have a great conversation. Let's kick this off right, man. Tell us a little bit more about yourself.
1: Thanks, Kyle. I appreciate it. Uh, Yeah, I joined the Army right out of high school, Uh, became a counterintelligence special agent. It's been about... Uh, 12 of my first 15 years as an adult, on and off in, in deserts in Kuwait, Iraq, uh, Afghanistan, uh, both as a soldier and then as a civilian, essentially doing the same thing. Uh, spent most of that time with my wife, so she kind of went on this journey with me, which was kind of interesting. And, uh, you know, saw a lot, did a lot. It was, uh, it was good times. It was bad times, but uh, it was an interesting journey. And then we came home from Afghanistan after spending about six and a half years there consecutive. And uh, I was, you know, kind of broken, uh, trying to heal and spent about, about seven years doing that kind of just lost a little bit. And, you know, after that, I, I, a couple of years ago, about almost exactly two years ago, I had kind of this moment of understanding clarity, whatever you want to call it, people call it different things. And, uh, kind of saw the universe as this one thing where we're all the same thing and we're all connected. And, uh, I wasn't on a spiritual path and so I, I wasn't prepared for it. And so I kind of wanted to understand it. And so, you know, read a lot, uh, looked around the internet and wanted to be able to talk to people about it. And I knew that I wanted to, I didn't want to help people as much as I wanted to help people help themselves. Mm -hmm. And, and, uh, so I knew that I would like to kind of establish some type of online community where people could come share their, their stories, their journeys, and come from whatever perspective, come as you, as you are, you know, whether you're Christian, Hindu, Buddhist, it doesn't matter, uh, atheist, uh, and, um, and talk about it and figure out, what we can learn from each other and what we can teach each other. And, and so every day for the two, two years after that, I, I work towards that goal and, and I, I've finally launched our community last month, but uh, just a place for people to be where there's not trolls and too much noise. And uh, I think that there might be a place for smaller online communities in our, in our society moving ahead where people can kind of have a community and have a sense of things like that. And, that's the that's the short of it
0: for you, what was your transition like? I mean, you go from being a civilian to being a soldier to back into the civilian world again
1: I think God, I love that question i you know it's the hardest thing I ever did um I think that you know that the transition from you know from soldier to contractor was easy because I was doing the same job essentially so um. And then having that time where I was in Afghanistan for six straight years in Kandahar, I love my job. I loved the brotherhood and the sisterhood of it. And it was my identity. It's who I was. I mean, to my core, you know, and, and when you're doing the job I was doing was uh, it was asymmetric warfare. We were I was responsible for uh, Intel and ops for a unit that had to keep Canada airfield moving. We had planes landing and taken off like every 30 seconds. It was the busiest runway on the planet at the time. And we had to go out and make sure that the airfield wasn't attacked and, and compromised. So, uh, and it kind of takes an extremist to catch an extremist, you know? So you're, you know, I, it was almost a religion, um, as, as weird as that sounds. Um, and so I was fully dedicated to it. So coming home and leaving that behind, I didn't have an identity. I didn't really even know who I was anymore. And I found that I didn't really have anybody to talk to about it. I found that it's weird. Like there's a lot of the support, the soldiers and all that stuff. And I appreciate that, but people also don't really want to talk about it. And so it was, it was lonely. And I, thankfully my wife had experienced the same thing. So we could kind of help each other out. So it was good that we could help each other out. And then it was, you know, sometimes bad because we were both kind of busted, you know. Yeah. Um so yeah, it was difficult. I would say making that transition is, is something that really didn't happen for a long time. Like I, I wasn't able, it took it took me it took me years to kind of get to a point where I could even start. Well,
0: when I was younger, then I, I partied, drank drugs the whole nine yards and then I met someone who um, invited me to church you know I I got saved and man I I went full force I even preached for about five years then something happened I had a fallout and I I went right back to the same old life that I was in before and kind of wandered around aimlessly for years and uh, went through a divorce and fought man with the alcoholism and the drug addiction. And then I got remarried and my, my wife is um, she's a spiritual person and she encouraged me to get back on my spiritual path. And, and I know since I started praying and meditating and, and asking for wisdom instead of asking for a new car, asking for wisdom, you know, I I would get vivid dreams. And when I'd wake up, I would, I knew what the message was. Did you have any experiences like that? I think so.
1: Um, And I I love hearing about other people's experiences too, like yours, because I think there is so much overlap. And yeah, I, I, there were times where I would, I got lucky in one of my v a therapists you know v a the v a gets a lot of heat and it, a lot of it's deserved uh but you know the v a very well may have saved my life and they they matched me with this therapist and she happened to just randomly be into eastern medicine and she hip she taught hypnosis to me and she taught me mindfulness meditation and yeah, I think through those acts of mindfulness meditation and stuff like that, it kind of put me on a path I didn't even realize I was on. And then, you know, once I kind of had my, I was walking my own path and I was aware and intentional about it. Yeah. I think prayer or meditation, it's all, you know, it's all the same thing, right? Like it's all connecting us with, I mean, some people see it as a higher person or a higher being. I I think it's our self or the divine side, which is also, you know, whether it's Christ consciousness or the, the Brahmin or the Hindus or whatever it's, you know. Um, yeah, I think that that introspection gives you some kind of like divine perspective or perspective of oneness or whatever you want to say it.
0: Um, I personally believe in God, but I sure. believe God is the universe and yeah. we're all connected through that. And we're all of a like mind. We're trying to get to that same mm-hmm. endpoint, and uh, you you go through different levels where you it's a different frequency. I don't know if you believe in the frequency thing, but I I do. I do. And I see the world in a whole different way. And like I was telling you about the dreams. I had one about a week ago that shook me to my core. I mean, literally I woke up where I felt like my life had taken a a different path and I saw people differently and how I treat them differently. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure what your practices are or what you teach folks, but maybe you can get a little more in depth into it.
1: I, I think that, uh, I love I love that bit about how we treat folks I think that what I want to teach people is that it doesn't matter how dark it is or if you think that you're in whole darkness and complete darkness that there's still light inside of you and that even if you're even if you think that you're broken and you're not whole that's just your perception You you actually are whole inside even if you can't see it and I think that teach people that they can be empowered in themselves. It doesn't have to happen overnight. Uh, their path can look a lot different from mine, but maybe if I can shed some light on your path through teaching or experience that I've had, or we can relate experiences that others have had, then you can find your light again and, and then light your own path to where you need to go um, spiritually. And I, you know, and I, and I also think that we're these divine spiritual beings in, in, in this world, but we also have to live in the real world, you know, quote-unquote real world. And I think lifestyle and being grounded is incredibly important to giving yourself the time and space to be spiritual as well.
0: Ultimately, I believe people are looking for a place to fit in. Mm-hmm. And I think the hatred that some people feel is because they're protecting that specific group that they're trying to fit in with. I think if you can look outside of, of that, then I think you can learn to love people a lot more.
1: Oh, hey, hey Amen. I mean, really just, uh, we have all these tribes, right? That we're mm-hmm. part of, we're part of this. We're part of the tribe of our family, the the tribe of our, uh, all these identities that we have, they're all tribes. Mm-hmm. And, I call it, uh, how I term that kind of this, there's this society's pull and it's like this stream of unconsciousness that just pulls us down. It, it might be warm and easy to just float down the stream, but it's not who we are. It's who society wants us to be. It's who our tribes want us to be. And all we got to do is, it's not it's not like it's this deep stream or river. We just have to stand up, look around, and it's this beautiful thing around us and we have to see that.
0: Well, you hit the nail on the head when you said about the tribes. We all are looking for that tribe. Once you expand that tribe, that's when you fit in a lot more. I mean, let's take, for example, I mean, I'm from Texas. Okay, we we don't care for people like in New York and <laughs> places like sure. that, right? But when nine eleven happened then all of a sudden we didn't look at them as being people from New York. We looked at them as fellow Americans. And then there was like a a love there again. Yeah. But uh, you know, and and I I told you, I don't want to get into politics, but it seems politics have put us back into separate tribes again. And we don't have that oneness that we had before.
1: No, it's it's absolutely that. And, yeah, I was talking about this with my dad after I kind of had my experience. And I said, you know, I was talking about, you know, from what, you know, when I saw the oneness in the world, my had had my kind of moment, like say, I say, I, I disagree with this person over here for whatever reason. We probably only disagree about probably 10% of things in life. Mm-hmm. So that means we agree on 90%. We're the same, you know? And so that's for most people, whether we're in the United States or we're, in Asia, or Africa, or Europe, doesn't matter. Like it's, we, we all agree, mostly agree that we want to be happy. We want to be healthy. We want our children to be safe and taken care of. We want, uh, peace and we, we can all agree on that as humans. And so I, if we all mostly agree on everything, how are we so, uh, disjointed and, 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 and not united.
0: Right. Well, in what you do, are you starting to see more of a spiritual awakening starting to happen?
1: I I think that uh, I think yes, because I think that I think having the access, you know, universal and and, and near free access to the sum of all human knowledge throughout history and on the internet is is a big deal, and I think that. I think it might save us because I, I have, you know, and I have great hope in humanity and, and, and i I'm a very positive person overall, even, even when I was wondering the desert and the swamp of, of sadness, I still had this hope and this positivity about me. Uh, not all the time, but yeah, I, I think that, I think that we are uh, moving in a good direction. I think there's so much good in the world that people don't see.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, how can you stay positive when so much negativity is going on?
1: Uh, you know, my wife has asked me that as well. Um, uh, and you know, I had i I tell this story sometimes, but i I was in I was in Afghanistan. I was I was sitting at my desk, and this young second lieutenant walks in, and you know, my job was to kind of mentor these special agents that would come in, and he's he said, you know, hey. You know John, like w- when you get a new agent in, because I would see new agents every six months, and I was there for six years. So I saw tons of different, you know, people. And he said, when you get a new agent in, what do you look for the most? Because he wanted to be, he wanted to be really good at his job. He wanted to go out and do good things. And I said, you know, and these guys would go out and collect intelligence. They would go out and and do capture operations. They did all kinds of stuff. Um, and I said, you know, what I look for the most. You know, I I thought about it. I, it's kindness. I told him, I told this kid, it's kindness that I'm looking for, you know, because if you're kind, I can work with you. And so even in war, it was it was kindness. And and I don't I don't know where the positivity comes from. I think that. um. I think there's I think there was always something in, within me that that just told me that if I can just stay positive, then. I, I won't let the darkness consume me, you know. Because I think when you're part of something like the military-industrial complex, that uh, you can really get lost in it. You can get lost in the hate. You can get lost in the, and you know, then then because you know, there's you're taught to hate this country or this tribe or this this enemy, and they they're just people. You know, these this the Taliban they were just. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm not big on Sharia law or anything, but like. The Taliban were just trying to put food on the table for their family. And uh, they were just they were literally just farmers and just goat herders. And uh, they didn't know any other way. So. I think that when you see that darkness, you kind of have to stop and say, don't. Don't fully succumb to the. The negative pull.
0: We've been through a lot and you've seen a lot, but what's been the biggest hurdle in your life? I'm comedian David race in Los Angeles. I host a celebrity filled paranormal talk show like no other monstrosity has great guests answering weird questions. You won't believe the combo of celebrities and paranormal experts who've been on this show. I guarantee you'll like monstrosity or you get your time back. Go to monstrositypodcast.com right now and take a look. Wow.
1: Yeah. You know, I'm going to say that it's myself and, you know, I kind of say that as like the the lowercase myself and then I think that you can divide that up to my and then space self with the capital S that I found so I'd say it's it's getting past yourself is one of the biggest and hardest you know overcoming the mind and the ego that are overactive and overperform you know I think that's part of it
0: but I'm my own worst enemy and I have the hardest time forgiving myself oh yeah why do we have such a hard time forgiving ourselves or even liking ourselves sometimes?
1: I I think it's because uh you know, we're we're brought up by our tribes, our parents, our teachers, our our communities to judge, right? Judge ourselves, judge others. Um I think if we could just all take a moment, stop and think about judgment and then, and live a judgment free life of ourselves and others. I, I mean, it's a tremendous thing. And then, but we're taught it. And it's funny. I was raised Southern Baptist, you know, and, you know, walking around with my, in, in, in the 1980s as a kid with my red letter, you know, King James version Bible. Right. And if we just followed those red letters of Jesus and I'm not a Christian now, but I feel more Christian today than I ever felt uh, back then, and and that's because Jesus Jesus taught non judgment. You know, the Buddha taught non judgment. It's all you know. So why do we judge ourselves? Because our tribes tell us we should judge ourselves. We should judge others. I think that's part of it.
0: Do you work with people one on one or just as a group?
1: Uh our community is nonprofit, and it's a there's a, there's a, um, we have a monthly membership as a free trial, but just so we can cover overhead and stuff like that. But I also, we also do, uh, one-on-one spiritual coaching and guidance for people that need it. And, uh, um, all the, all the funds go back into the community. I don't take a salary or anything like that. So, um, but yeah, I, I work with people individually. I, uh, and I work with people, you know, in in group settings and and just have discussions because I think that's what it's about is 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 having a discussion having a conversation
0: so can you talk on the the biggest success story that I don't know as an individual that you've worked with or personally
1: I think that uh I think the most one of the most important things that I do uh is I believe that we should find our higher purpose or our dharma, you know, from the Hindu perspective. Like, and and if we don't know it, we should find it and, then, and get a sense of it. And then once we know it, how do we align that that higher purpose, that dharma with our daily life, with our job, our vocation, how we live? And I think that I've helped some people with that. And that to see someone finally know what their purpose in life is, because I think it's different for different people. Then, when you live that and you're in alignment, and that's a that's a powerful thing to to live your purpose and and be aligned with it. So I think it's knowing it. I, so helping people through that process has been by far the most rewarding thing for me. I think, and it, and and sometimes that takes people out of their trauma as well. Because you know, then you know why you're here.
0: I know what you're doing is really important, but do you have other goals?
1: Uh, you know, I really, uh, I guess my higher purpose, my Dharma is to just do this. Uh, um, I've, I I think that it's what I kind of want to do with my life. And I'm lucky enough to, to, to have the opportunity to do it and to, um, yeah i i I think i just want to keep doing this
0: you're not going to write any books
1: you know i've been told i should write a book um and you know i think it would be an interesting story are my i i you know i would like to tell my story a little bit i would also like i would my brothers and sisters that i started with in afghanistan especially our unit was kind of a special little unit and it did some amazing things and you know, we were underfunded and, uh, all that. And, uh, we kind of did it against odds. And so I think that would be a good story, but, um, I would like to tell that someday and, and kind of included my, my overall journey as well.
0: You should do a podcast.
1: (laughs) I do have, I do have a YouTube channel where I I tell my story and, uh, my wife is, she illustrates it and does all the technical stuff on it. So, uh, I tell my story and I talk I just talk about things like you and I are talking about a bit just uh right now it's solo um but yeah I, I so I do, I do do that and it it's very uh kind of cathartic and 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 a very uh it's kind of a peaceful thing for me.
0: But you could be the next Dr. Phil but be more productive. <laughs> <laughs> sure.
1: Uh yeah. Yeah. I think that, you know, it's just uh, that's why I love people like you and, and and shows like yours, because I think that all of us out there are trying to send a message to people that there's a way, you know, uh, I think it's a beautiful thing.
0: Well, when people like us, when we tell our story, we're not looking for sympathy or anything like that. It's just a way of sharing and hoping that somebody out there can relate to what you're saying and know that there is hope and, and that things can get better.
1: Yeah. Like 100%. That's, it's absolutely what it's about.
0: Do you have a website?
1: I do. Uh, our website is, uh, it's Kishar.org, uh, K I S H A R.org. And, uh, we named it after it's the Sumerian goddess of mother earth. And, it also represents the the line on the horizon, which I think speaks to the journey that we're all on. So, um, yeah, you can find us there and uh, uh, all of our socials are at the bottom there uh, of that of that page. And that's where our community sits. And we're trying to grow it and get people to kind of find a place where they can can kind of be themselves and we can all figure this thing out.
0: Did you say what the name of the YouTube channel was?
1: Uh, That is uh, at peace on your journey. And that's the name of our YouTube channel. And it's uh, we post videos every uh, Sunday and Wednesday. And one of them is kind of just me talking about a spiritual subject in a journey. And the other one on Wednesday is uh, talking about uh, a book I've read and kind of my take on it and and that kind of thing. Usually spiritual self-help philosophy, something like that.
0: Well, I'm going to put all those links in the description to make it easier for folks to find you, but man, I really appreciate you coming on, John.
1: Yeah. Thank you so much for, for having me and, and, and for what you're doing for the world.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. And I also want to thank all you folks out there. If you are new to the channel, well, I hope you'll come back. Hit that subscribe button. And from our regulars, you guys are awesome because you make it possible for me to do this. And I know I don't say this, but could you please share this out? Because I know somebody out there could, could use uh, the help that John has to offer and it helps us out as well. But until the next one, everyone, please take care. Be kind to one another. God bless and peace. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Listen to the Vibes. You can catch us on Buzzsprout or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook at The Vibes Broadcast Network.